Hello, good afternoon. It is 2.30 p.m. Uh, June 29th, 2020. And I, the purpose of this recording is just for me to play this ukulele. It's basically the third time I've ever played it. So the first time I played it, I just like strung a couple strings. And the second time I played it was a few minutes ago where I just kind of moved my hands around and listened to the sounds. And I just want to record it um, as a discovery call for myself because when I was a child, I didn't grow up with music instruments. Sure, there was music in school. enjoyed that and then I tried to sing a couple times that really didn't turn out too well but I think that it was just because I had a lot of anger when I was a child like I was an angry kid well not when I was a child child but when I got to mid-teen like pre-teen so starting around maybe eight nine up until I left for um, college I was not a very happy child this isn't a sad story this is a happy story it's just um, I wanted to mention that because I'm 27 going on 28 in a month and if I had been encouraged to listen to create music since I was a kid, I know I would have been a different person today. And I've gone through a lot of healing in the past few years and months. I realized that there was a lot of energy that's within me that I have yet to release to the world. And I suppose that comes through making music, art, more dancing and movement, intentional reading. I think that the problem with the kids of the world today is because they don't know their voice. sound they don't know what's deep inside them 
the amount of power and connection we have to the universe. The vibrations, the vibrations, the vibrations that are built up in your DNA. We have these codes, codes, we have some codes in our DNA that create our genetic blueprint and makeup of who we are, who we're meant to be. Before I was doing this little message, I was actually playing much better, but now I'm just fucking around. Cheers. for you is that I decided that I'm going to do a little series like this. So if you're just tuning in to number two of Inner Child, Inner Child, Little Child, part two, I decided that I'll give my inner child the opportunity to express herself. Through music. Miscellaneous music. Poetry. Freestyle. On a beat. Freestyle on a beat. 
going to be the introduction of how I just decided that I'm going to do this series. Because the first one was kind of just the discovery, and here comes the realization. This is when we get through a breakthrough. Something that's really been holding us back from expressing and being who we truly are. But for the most part, we don't even know what that is. We don't even know that there is something else in there. I knew I was a uh, a shaman and a storyteller. In fact, I made my business cards that way. My new ones. But I didn't realize what I So I suppose this is a combination of me learning how to play with my vibration from within and a combination of, um, actually this is a really great throat chakra vocal exercise. So I'll actually begin with that after I just say one more thing. I was already planning on writing a book about the inner child. I was going to write a book explaining the transformation of my healing from my inner child. The way the story goes is actually not only miraculous, divinely mystical, and absolutely unbelievable. To a human, anyway. Obviously, I can't synchronize my words with two sounds at a time, so I realized that it would be difficult for me to write about or revisit the inner child without being childlike. Revelations of the time. I hope that you're enjoying these messages just as much as I'm enjoying playing them. The purpose of sharing this is for fun. It is, like I said, for the vocal exploration. So a few days ago, I received a major throat chakra download. I'm talking, I had to do all kind of breath work that was like opening up the esophagus, 
when I'm through breath work, through the brain, I know that it um, opened up a channel. One, two. One, two. That's a hallelujah moment right there. So what we don't realize is that when there's something that we really want to do and we end up not doing it, it might be because there's something blocking us. But wouldn't you know that it could come all the way from when you were a kid. times the childs don't know their voice because the parents don't know their voice and then they try to project onto the child the voice that they think that they have or they think that they know and it becomes the vicious revolving cycle of not knowing this So enough with the seriousness. I'm just, like I said, messing around. But I wanted to talk about how important it is for us to get to know our own inner child. Right in our little bellies, we have a little child. This little child... came into the world with a grand purpose. This little child came into the world possibly but not always a pure divine light from the heavens. That is unless they come through the gates.
of hell. The gates being the mother. The mother is the gate. The mother is the portal. The mother is the doorway. To the world. So the mother is the portal from spirit to world. So if the mother is an unclear and foggy vessel, who has not spent enough time knowing her own inner child, again, back to the vicious cycle, then she may try to project or get to know this child that comes through her as her own, as her own self. And when we get to know other people as our own selves, we get lost, we forget who we truly are, what we truly came to do, what our divine purpose is, and who we are is our voice. Our voice is the expression of our soul and when we don't know our soul we might not know how to express our true expression see right now I have a new area within my throat that has opened up now I can let it move freely. And this in part is very graciously thankful to a divine partner of mine. Somebody who has a very active throat chakra with no issues. And they came in right as I was finishing healing my inner child. I mean, is there a coincidence? Probably not. like we have codes other people have codes too and there's a time sometimes when those codes align and when they do they unlock was buried deep, deep, deep. I discovered after about three and a half years of healing and clearing and bringing out the inner child, becoming the inner child, and then birthing the next new inner child. And this is what I bring to you, which is that the kingdom is within your womb. Well, if you're a man, maybe it's in the prostate. Or maybe, just maybe, the man is... The seed keeper, the door keeper, granting the access 
just like the Mother Earth provides us with the life, the Father is who grants us with the access. And so the world turns. <laughs> okay, I'm having way too much fun with myself now, so I hope that you all are having much fun too. If you haven't already, take a breather. Let's go ahead and take a deep breath together. In and out. The only way I was able to discover my inner child and discover how I can express the inner child and who she was and what her problems were and her fears and where she was left out and abandoned and why did she attract that anyways because that was part of her soul's plan so she could learn a lesson Uh, uh, me exercising my vocals I hope that you get to learn a lesson or two here as well So this morning, I spent about two hours screaming. And when I say screaming, I mean belting and wailing as long as I possibly could, as loud as I possibly could. chakra trying to open up Jesus Calling book followed by the verses in the Bible, which led me to go outside and getting some stretching and breathing and sun, and I actually got completely butt naked and sat in a chair. I just looked up at the sun for the first time, and I just held my belly and began to breathe because it was very uncomfortable again. Now, this is the second or third time I've really, really consciously recognize these energy babies that come into me. Now I can see and feel exactly what's going on. What's going on is that every month we receive a seed seed is released 
from within our personal universe. It's deep within the soul. It's connected to the moon. And when you can find out what's going on, you too will become closer and closer to your divine destiny every month, every day, every minute, every hour, every breath you take. That's just about all I was doing this morning was trying to take these deep breaths. So I was holding my belly in the sun, praying that nobody would come up on me. For I don't like to be naked in front of people because my body is a sacred temple. It is meant for me in the eyes of God until that one day the white pony comes along. already come. Jesus, thank you for my kingdom. Thank you for my heart. Thank you for everything for this brand new fresh start. I wouldn't have known my inner child if it weren't for you, the great father above, reminding me that I am divine child of light and that I'm a divine child of yours, and that the parents I came through were the vessels for my lessons this karmic time around. And now that I have found my own inner child, little child, I vow to love her just like you love me. twang to me I suppose so this is my inner child coming out because I always wanted to be a 90s baby yeah (laughs) wow this is some good discoveries I'm discovering things as I speak aloud it's just like writing oh my gosh it's just like as if I was writing it, but I'm speaking it. You see, I went from writing for years, years, three years, about my inner self discovering me, bringing me to the surface, discovering the child, putting her on the surface, and now again I am the child. I understood the child. I loved the child. I am the child. I am my child. My child is me. And now I have a child within that's trying to be seen. Today I realized after wailing and screaming, 
after all of this pressure and energy that was built up in my belly after the seed had released on the full moon or the moon in Leo. That's what I am. I'm a Leo and the ego. But we mustn't forget our ego. We must learn to love it unconditionally because that is a part of our child. We can't forget about the child and abandon that part of the child because it's a part of us. That's part of the earthly, lower dimensional, third dimensional world. We are these divine instruments. We just have to learn how to tune them. All of the answers are in the womb. More to come. Do something that your inner child would love today. Blessings. Serena Sunshine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 3, 3, 3 p.m. Took a little break. Got another cup of tea. Probably won't even drink it to the end of this. But you'll be sipping on it. Okay. I'm not a flow artist, but you know. So this time I'm going to do a different instrument. This is the first time I'm even touching it. Ever. I don't even know what this thing is called. It looks like a boat. This whole time, I'm not even looking at the strings. Like, the whole the whole other two, and the whole this one, I haven't even been looking. This one has a really good echo to it. This is a fiddle, and I'm supposed to be playing it with a string thing. <laughs> okay. So I'm really excited about this episode. That was a lot, a lot of playing around. Um, again, just testing it out. Just testing out my inner child. I did not really grow up using any instruments. So this is like all new discovery for me. And 
it feels just as it would feel if your child was a child or is a child and it went up to an instrument for the first time and they play it and they go, I can't believe that I'm making this sound myself. Like, the first time I strummed the guitar actually was here at Angela's house. Which, hold up. Now I am connecting dots. Yes. So excited. So, the last time... This is actually how I was going to begin this episode. So it was actually kind of perfect. This just came into my mind. May 7th. May, uh, no, maybe May 3rd, May 4th or so through the 7th. I was dying. Like Lil Wayne says, I feel like I'm dying. But I did die. Eventually. I'll, I'll, get, I'll get around to that. Obviously, I'm here. I'm alive. But I died. Came back. And that's going to be part of this uh, inner child story. So, um, I have to close my eyes actually to do this one because I'm going to be doing some recollection of the past when I was here. Let's see, I actually had an eye mask that I was using for my meditation today so I could be in the darkness, but now I don't see it. So, we'll do our best. Basically, it was May 7th, the evening of, and it was a full moon. It was a special full moon called the Wessack full moon that happens once a year on the Taurus full moon. During this time, it's a special time for spiritual leaders and ascended masters and um, high priests and Buddha and Jesus come to the Himalayan mountains in Wessack Valley and they divvy out their levels of I guess their their Christ energy, the blessing for those who carry the spirit to be blessed into their new light. So you can look this up. It's a real thing. I wouldn't know until the next day when my body fell to the ground I heard go to the Lord and I blacked out. The night before the seventh of the full moon, we were out by a fire playing the didgeridoo, dancing to music, flowing with the wind. It was soul family tribe.
just a beautiful night. And the next day I went to a different friend's house. Because if you actually didn't know, I am a nomad right now. I am, I consider myself a mission, but I'm a nomad. Typically I stay with people and in some way connect them with God or their higher self and their purpose. Well, that's by activating the codes because that is part of what my ability is. And that's also for later. So, the full moon. It was a great night. The next day, I went to my friend Sammy's house. I was going to be staying there for a few days, so I decided... Is anyone missing some music? I decided that I would stay at her house for a few days. And I was called outside by the closest place of nature along the, the little lake. And I was doing a series of yoga. Stretching and energy tuning, grounding, resetting my energy, clearing my aura, you know, all the normal things in the sun. When you first get to a place, check in with nature, align yourself, create your vibration, create an entrainment with your surroundings. But really, none of that was my intention. I was just actually trying to get rid of some emotions. Some emotions that were related to the inner child. Actually, that reminds me, back to Angela's around the time of the full moon that day. Was the day that I discovered this music that I could try to play it and I actually shed a tear when I first tried it out I realized that I had never had that opportunity as a child. My parents didn't really support me in things, so I put up my extra time in extracurricular activities, academically mostly. And I dual enrolled, and I moved out right away, and I grew up too fast. They say, I always feel like I was who I am now when I was 12. Something happened around that time where I woke up a little bit and I realized I was a little bit different than the rest of the world. 
like I've always been not like other people but when I was a little bit younger I kind of just was so running around like a Tasmanian devil rebel child little child So since I never had that opportunity when I did it while I was here, it brought tears to my eyes because it was so beautiful because the vibration that I had been getting to know and clear and heal and purify over the past few years gets to come out and make a sound. And through that sound, I felt my vibration come to life without me talking. It's truly God's gift to the world to be able to hear and know your vibration. And so many people are being shut out of it because they're being trapped in their minds and they're trapped in their emotions and then they just stay on the surface. When they stay on the surface, they don't get to go deep and get to know who they are. Heal the past. Feel the DNA, feel the ancestral twins, souls past that you came in with. And um, you just don't get to know who you are. You don't get to know if you don't try, if you don't get the opportunity and the chance like I didn't. So it brought me to happy tears of, wow, finally I'm, I'm doing this. It feels great. And so I would say since that time, I had been really working on clearing my vocals more than I had before. one because I let the sound I do tonal sounding so it's coming up from the womb space channels all the way up through the organs and goes up to the third eye and right when I popped in the third eye I saw myself with the third eye open that was that was cool so um I went over to Sammy's I went outside and I was stretching out my hips and I do this heart thing where I like hold pressure in my heart and like pop it back and it like sent my soul or not my soul, my soul stayed with me. I found out later after I asked where did I go? Was my soul still here? Yes, it was. But um it was my spirit, my higher spirit that I had been heal like not healing. The higher self was actually guiding me through the soul healing. And the higher self came in. I cultivated the body to be able to hold the higher spirit within. And so that's the integration of the light body, which we must have in order to fully attain the spirit within us. I mean, the Bible talks about being unclean. If you're unclean, your spirit's not going to be in your body. It's not going to be in your mind. It doesn't belong there. It doesn't experience those things. 
The soul is the lower dimensional part of the self, which does experience the things which are the lessons and the karma that you come into this life with. So, let's see. See, when I tap on my womb, my organs, different information comes out. You hold your breath. Let it sit there. Just tap on it. This is playing your own drum. Knowing yourself. Because the rhythm comes from inside of you. And it's going through my arms because my mind's not blocking it. So I'm flowing with my breath, with my hands, and my vibration. And the body knows what it needs. So it'll automatically begin to work if you allow it to flow by reducing the mind of the ego, which holds you in a mental trap and a prison. Break free. Break free. Let's all go on the ship and break free of this land. We know there's a better earth coming up at the end of the time. So I say that we're in the end of the times, in the end times, and the revelations of all the times in the world is ending, and it is. The world as we know it, it's the end of the world. As we know it, it's the end of the world. As we know it, and I feel Thanks to the Lord Who saved me, took me to heaven Walked the way for me while I was gone Greeted me down while I'm here again connected me with someone who represents my heart and then saving me again from the deep world of Atlantis where we didn't do things right last time possibly because we became too much into the ego so it descended an entire dimension Oh, come on. Why did we do that? Now we know better. Now we got to do better. But we got to raise up again. Because collectively, we are in this karma. The age of Aquarius, we've entered. Age of Pisces is over. Jesus fish. Likely will disappear. Fade out with the time. 
Jesus was the messenger of the new world. So in Egypt, there was Ra, sun god. Well, the thing about a lot of the other past civilizations is that people worship a land. I don't want to say creature or being, but like. Basically, Jesus is the kingdom holds the kingdom and the keys to the kingdom of heaven which is a few dimensions above ours above the earth plane it's the protector it's the guider it's the portal out of here if you want to get out of the earth and go to heaven you have to do shit right Sometimes, I mean, you got to stop being so selfish, people. That's the thing about the ego. It's really selfish. That's the thing about the ego. Probably Atlantises, Atlanteans, we, who knows what we did. But the point is, Jesus rescued me from Atlantis in this life. He rescued me from my witchy ways of the earth. When I took all the power and used it for myself, when I took all the power and thought it came from myself, like, LOL, we can create the power, but it's just by tapping into it, the channel, the source, the creation of the life force. comes through a portal. That portal is called heaven. It looks like the sun because it's so bright. It's like a little pinhole into our little bubble of a universe. I think they were just in this rotating glass ball. There's a pinhole that you get a little glimpse of light in and you have to suck it in when it passes by or call on it. Make it appear through magic portals so that way you too. What? Whoa. This was an accident and absolutely on purpose. You know, we're getting into the heavens. Getting in. I'm sorry, I should call it heaven because it's really heaven. There's one heaven. There's one hell that's called Earth. Earth planet. Down on Earth is the hell. It's an inner world. Where your soul goes 
When you don't do shit right, you got to dig yourself out and continue to bring yourself up and up the dimensions. And our bodies are only the capsules in which we can revisit the true earth, which is within us. And heal our soul wounds and patterns and habits that don't serve the higher light because they're dense and they're evil and they're selfish. So when you go inside you and you pull all of it out, keep squeezing it out, raising it out, getting it out of you through your chakra portals, through your divine vessel. Just get it out, out, out. Unclogging everything, getting to the bottom and the root of things, why you're alive, why you're here. But who's to really know? Surely somebody does. Maybe it's the one looking through the sun. Looking through the sun. God looks through the sun figment of god figment of space in between the sun which is the keeper it's the looking glass it's the perception and the representation of what it looks like and bees like to bees in heaven out of the trap that was a Nicki Minaj reference if anyone caught that see y'all bees in the trap down on earth in the ego trap in the trap of the mind in the matrix trap they call it It is your own creation. It's your own suffering. So what you have to do is go inside. Dig yourself out from the deep, from the creep. And that is how you keep climbing the ladders to heaven. Everything else on the outside world is just a projection. So the projection is like what's inside gets projected outside. And that's why it's in shit shows right now. Because people's minds are fucked up. (sighs) This inner child one is not going how I planned. I suppose I have more digging to do. Sips tea. So, I feel like I just really went into a deep rabbit hole. Back to the surface. Back to the surface. Our inner world is how we heal and clear and achieve the way to heaven. If you don't, during this body lifetime, 
then the soul comes back and has to redo the lessons. There's also a lot of partial mixed souls, it seems, where many souls are leaving their bodies because they don't want to be in them because the body is not being loved, cared for, nourished. That's because we keep running away from our priorities. We keep running away from our homes, our homes being our bodies, not knowing that that is your home. Because we think that our home is a box that has been created and built by somebody else. That's great. So anyhow. Anyhow, anyhow. (laughs) Row, row, row your boat. Oh, I hung that one up. Gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 merrily. Life is but a dream. I think I'll conclude this episode with um, a little a small short 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 poem from a book called The Sun and Her Flowers by Ruby Carr They have no idea what it is like to lose home at the risk of never finding home again to have your entire life Split between two lands and become the bridge between two countries. Signed by Immigrant. And it's a drawing of a boat in between the waters. I'll let that sink in. Talk soon. After you're done, you can have a good meal. After you're done, you can have a good meal. Oh, welcome, welcome, welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, I thought I would start off with that little song because. It is 4.53 p.m. I have not eaten a lick today. That's because I'm recording these amazing messages. I, um, whenever I get anything done for real, it's usually because I'm fasting. 
when I fast, I use the motivation of once I'm done, I will be able to eat a good meal as my reward for the day because when I'm eating during the day, it will throw off my mental concentration. And so what happens is when we eat food, our body is digesting food, right? So that uses brain power. And I know it's like, okay, our brains are meant to do that. It knows what it's doing. It's doing its second nature. But we don't realize that it actually is occupying a part of our brain that says, we're full. I have enough. I am enough. I don't need anything else. I'm satisfied. Uh, Maybe some joy and elation comes through. If you really enjoy something, you eat it. It tastes really good. So, what we want to remember is that what we consume is a part of us. What we consume is a part of us, and not only is it a part of us, but in a way it is our makeup. It's kind of like what we're made of, um, because that's what we're filling ourselves up with. So, now I'm not talking about you are where you eat. Well, I am, but metaphorically. So, whenever we're looking at what are we consuming, what are we eating, what are we thinking that thought is a consumption what are we hearing what are we smelling what are we drinking what are we filling ourselves up on i think that we could look at the root of eat and what is eat eat is to fill yourself with fuel to digest to consume to provide for and so We want to um, really be conscious of what it is that we're putting in our bodies. What are we putting in our body? And what are we putting in our mind and in our soul? When we monitor these things and make changes based on what we truly want and desire, then we will actually come out... In the end, with sacrifices that lead us to better outcomes and our dreams and goals. So, what I mean by this is our triggers and our habits are our traps. Our triggers and our habits are our traps. So... He's a kitty. Hi, kitty. So, for me, it's food. I'm not going to lie. I like to eat. How about you? As I feel the cat bowl. I've been fasting all day, as I mentioned. And when I'm writing, when I was always writing in the past, I was always fasting. 
And that's how I can get really clear. But it usually takes a few hours for me to get down to um, where I need to be in sharing the information. So what happens is we have a lot of gook and gunk of information, knowledge, conversations, situations, emotions um, that sit on top of us, our energy within us. And so when we don't work with clearing our energetic space within and the soul DNA, if you will, the blueprint that's there, you'll never really be able to get down to the truth of everything within your existence. And what happens is on the surface we need to eat, we think. The five senses, the things that keep us on the surface in this reality are overstimulated by the way that the world puts us in this cycle of eat three meals a day, snack, blah, 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 whatever. All the restaurants, all the fancy foods, so many temptations, brownies. And so my story of my inner child the suppressed inner child actually begins with the trap. The trap house being the kitchen. I would always find myself wanting to eat something before I get to doing what I needed to do. What I wanted to do. Right now I'm getting very hungry. And so um, I wanted to eat a little and then come and do this, this next segment. But God said, no, do the segment first and eat after. Because what happens is the message will not be the same. If I would have recorded this message after I eat, it wouldn't be the same. The motivation wouldn't be there. The clarity wouldn't be there. The depth wouldn't be there. Because I have risen up to the surface and I'm not as connected actually with my own divine inner. So right now I'm actually speaking from the womb space, which is what I have discovered to be the holding place of truth. The holding place of our kingdoms and our castles and our divine destiny. And so for men, I believe that this is connecting with your mother, her purpose, and then reconnecting it with your new partner and aligning that with something that is indigenous to your roots for your purpose. But for the woman, we have these purpose that we're born with. We're connected to the universe and our soul just in a different way the portal zone and so when our portals are clear our vessels are clear and we're able to bring out the depth of who we truly are so over the past few years I realized slowly that every time I would want to be creative I would drink coffee and when I would go to drink the coffee it would satisfy my brain and then I would never get around to doing the project that I thought I was going to start on or it would take me longer or I wouldn't be able to focus or finish. And so I recognized the pattern 
and started, um, I call it saving the popcorn for the credits because I did that one time when I went to see a movie. Actually, it was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. At that time, I, I thought I was going to be going to Full Sail to be a master's in film production because writing stories um, and movies and series are, is part of my plan. But I was really into watching the filmography and the lighting and the scenery and the plot play out in this movie that I didn't want to eat because I had just realized that eating distracts me. Distracts my mind. And it keeps us on the present moment instead of absorbing what is what needs to be going in and out. So, I realized that as I was writing, and then I would write for like eight hours at a time when I would um, get really wrapped into it and not want to move my spot. And it's like that, that key that you unlock. Finally, you get there, and you don't want to leave because you're in the place that you've been wanting to get to this whole fucking time. And so yesterday when I got to Angela's, I was like, you can feel my frustration coming out because right now I'm still, I'm healing the inner child now. I'm experiencing the, the hunger pains, a little bit of hangriness, and I take a deep breath and come back to peace. Because when I got here to yesterday to Angela's, I knew that I had to focus on my mission, my purpose, and move things forward. And I really, I thought that it was going to look a certain way. I thought I was going to sit on a couch and write and recall my memories for the past three weeks, uh, the past two months since I went through the ascension and the birth, the rebirth of my inner light child so I got here and I thought I was going to be writing about it and it turns out that I laid in the backyard and I unfolded my box with all of my belongings that I have basically for the most part to my name that I'm carrying with me in a 360 degree motion aligned all of my Trinkets, books, um, tools, charms, crystals, all the things that belong to me that made me up. I created a pillar and a portal and I brought down the light and the kingdom of heaven to this space to provide me with the information I needed to know in order to heal and rise to my next level of my potential. So I laid on the ground on a blanket, one of those hippie ones that have the stripes. And I just laid there and I did some stretches and I did some breathing. It turned into some singing of the soul which sounds like crying and yelling and I wouldn't let myself get up until I figured stuff out I was writing a bit yesterday 
and it was really just uncovering my feelings, my emotions on top of me, which were in some ways connected to a particular somebody that I believe has helped me unlock these creative codes, but I wanted to discover them for myself instead of seeing them through the mere reflection of him. So I laid there and I got everything out, I thought. It felt like it was the release of energy that I had to do post the seed activation download that I received just two days before in the sun. I was out in the sun and I brought in a lot of codes for my ascension, for my higher self being within me to carry more light, more information, which then pushes out the lower vibrational frequency information of the past because it does not belong with our higher dimensional future nor the kingdom of heaven this is healing and clearing the trauma of the childhood wounds the relationships and the karma that is connected to our past see we can't move on to our future if we're still holding on to the past but you're holding on to it as long as you can't see it because you don't even know that it's there and that it needs to be released and seen and known. And so that is the inner child work. That is the healing. Sitting there with yourself and nothing else until you ask yourself why and why again did I do that? Why did I ask for that? Why did I choose this? Why am I blaming others for this choice and giving that power away? As you notice, there's no music in this one. I really just wanted to get this story out from the beginning until now. sat in the backyard and I realized that it was the place that I was the last before my last bit of my inner child was before I left the building and and died before I let my inner child go to the Lord to be redeemed. I was here. We sat in the living room and watched a movie, a documentary of a man who worked many years of his life to create a film in some other country. And by the time he built this boat and tried to drag it over the hill and got stuck in the mud and the movie came out, he basically said that it was a waste of time. 
even though in the beginning he said that this project would be the epitome of him as a man. And it was the full moon. We had the bonfire. Oh, it was Cinco de Mayo. Right before Cinco de Mayo. 5-5, five, five, which is my second birthday. I always said that. Then, especially, I used to love tequila and love fiesta, 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 fiesta. Um, this is just a recall, so I apologize for the slowness. So, by the way, these are great examples on how you can work with your inner world and your inner child. It's just literally sitting with yourself and figuring it out until you figure it out. As I'm staring at a Rubik's Cube right in front of me. Suppose I created that too. So, wow, that's really interesting. So I was actually dying as my inner child I was here at this house I realized now that it was a checkpoint gateway to heaven before I left the next day and so now that I have um, been back to Virginia to do more inner child healing with my mom at my mom's house because what happened was after I ascended to heaven my body fell to the ground. I heard go to the Lord. I got up eventually after blackness and vibration was all that I was. I got up and I returned to my body and I saw the land where I stood against the lake in the sky. And I thought, what a beautiful place to live on. See, at this time, I had not come back from heaven, so it wasn't like I had just come back to earth. My soul never left. It's just the higher self, as I explained. And so, over the next few days, I felt lost, and I felt a little bit scared, and I felt confused, and I felt depressed, and I was wondering what happened to me. And I asked the Lord, because I recalled, go to the Lord. And so I followed Jesus all the way through. At that time, I'd already been began to read the Bible every night before bed, so I just continued to read it, even though I felt really off balance and really unsure of what was going on. I tapped into a deep meditation one of the days and said, Where am I? And I saw myself in heaven. Golden light surrounding me, myself in white robes with others in white robes. And it was like a congress of the Ascended Masters. And I just smiled and looked down at myself and said, you'll be fine. I knew I was down in the karmic pool again on the third dimensional level because I could feel the difference of the energy around me, of the people around me, the mindset. I could see it literally as if it was, I was standing on the firmament and could see the world beneath me.
I realized that I still had to heal more inner child. And during that time, I went deeper on understanding the connection to my father, which was that he just birthed me here. He had the divine plan to be my father by my choice. And that God was my father. Jesus was my father. And I needed to honor and respect my father like I would honor and respect the Lord as a part of my divine mission. And through doing that, I was able to love and forgive and release any feeling of my father not being a good father or the adequate father or supplying for me the way I thought a father should because I did not see the Lord and know that he was my father. So at that point I had accepted the Lord as my father and essentially my savior, even though I didn't know what that meant until about a month or two later. And a few days passed I remember being really off and driving, just feeling like I had to run and escape. So I left a note. To Christina and said that I'll be back, but I don't know when. She gave me a Mother Mary coin, which I had for me with me for one day. That next day, I gave birth to my inner child. the one that had left my body when I opened up my hips and shot it out into the portal in the sky. Over those next few days, I was able to go back and lay and meditate and try. I was trying to retrieve my soul, myself back, but I didn't fully realize I was in heaven until a few days into it. And then I knew I was safe. I knew I was there. I knew I was coming back eventually or that I would eventually get back to that self. And that was relieving. But while I was on the ground, healing the inner child, I eventually realized what was going on when I had this spiraling energy coming at my, between my belly button and my sacral chakra which is known as the Harahara Chakra, which is the hidden chakra which is connected to our divine realm of creation within the universe. And through that portal came a spiraling energy, kind of red, purple, black. And I just felt it tickling at me and turning like a corkscrew. And I had to do a series of breathing, like... To um, energize and connect and vibrate that space in the in that area, so I could move this energy, and I realized that it came into me, and I was very exhausted those days because I was purging a lot at the same time. When the energy came into me. I was holding my belly and breathing and realized, I said, my baby. I said, I love you, baby. And I thought, Savannah thought, what the, what the heck? What the heck is going on? (laughs) Like, what just happened? 
what did I just experience? What am I feeling? What am I saying? Right? And then I went deep into the meditation and realized that I was just birthed my inner child into me. My child of light. The one that I let go of. Let go of. They came back. And the next day, I mean, I slept and then I woke up and I was completely feeling hollow the next morning. Hollow meaning my body being just a vessel hole between this external world, like a thin sheet of me. Between the universe behind me. And I realized I couldn't eat or drink or consume anything. All I had to do was get out and go to the sun. So I wandered out to the sun and I laid by the pool, which it turns out that that was the first day that it was open during COVID. Post-quarantine. And I was the only one there. I was the first one there. For the season. And I laid there and I just opened my mouth and I looked at the sun and I sucked in the sun (sighs) until I filled myself up with the light and I was completely fulfilled with light until it turned into rainbow prisms and I heard a new star is born. I saw and felt that a new star within the universe had been born in that moment. And so that's what they say. When you die, you go to heaven and a star is born. So I assume, I feel like before that moment, my star was not born. I was creating the star and building it up with the energy from the sun that I was then pulling in, replacing the density of this third dimensional reality to completely cleanse and purify my light body to put, to not, to, um, obtain and hold my light soul, developing the higher spirit until the other one gets pushed out, gets sent to heaven, retunes itself, comes back. And that is when you've ascended. And that's when you become a star. That's when the star exists. There was a series of trying to reintegrate myself, my new higher self into this body. That was really difficult because it was like I didn't feel attached to my body. I didn't feel worthy of the connection that I had to God in heaven. And I knew that it doesn't seem very real. Um, but I can't make this up. It's not of the mind. It's of the soul. And if you know the soul, then you know these things very well. If you are of the mind and have yet to tap in, then you have a journey ahead of you. And so I ended up going up to Virginia to visit my mom. And... At that point, I went through a lot of inner child healing because at that point, I had given birth to the child. I was the child. 
I was my inner child now. And so through the I am, I had to revisit those moments of when I was the inner child that got lost and trapped. Being a replica of the previous generations of the trap. And so the next couple episodes, I'll explain how I revolved and evolved through that period of time and how I discovered my unique um, human gifts all through uncovering the deeper layers of the soul within through God, through our Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. And until next time, keep shining. So I thought the last one would be the end of today's series, but turns out not. (laughs) Um, I remembered that there was a book that stood out to me today, which is actually what got me into beginning these recordings. I was laying on the floor in Angela's room crying like really crying, crying really loud, doing sort of temper tantrums, screams and yells and frustrations. And the thing, it was conscious though. So as it's happening, I know that it has to happen. I'm feeling it release, but I'm also conscious of where it's coming from deep within the soul, what's causing it slash where it's actually coming from within the physical and energetic body. So I'm able to travel the sound up through and move it all the way through all the chakra, main chakra points. So that sounds like a lot of work. It is. That is why the door to enlightenment is the never-ending journey of why we are actually alive. Why we become awake. So that we can do this work. But it doesn't come with your eyes open on the outside. But closed when you look within. And so I was there crying and just allowing myself to just wail, as I mentioned. Cry. (sighs) My body is sore from doing yoga, from doing all these healings as well. I was crying, I was going back and forth from incense to sage to just pouting and whining and just allowing just allowing it was beautiful I was blessed that nobody was here so I was able to do that in this space this is a part of the alignment this is part of the checkpoint so see I get to revisit the inner child since I last left the inner child here through discovery of music and so I laid on the floor I looked up I saw a book it said The Prophet by Khalil Gibran so I opened it and read a page and it really stood out to me um, because I turned to the page of eating and drinking which really um, was connected to 
what holds me back from being creative. And so if I didn't discover what it was that held me back from being creative, which was really just fear from expressing the inner child, then I would not have probably paid attention to this, especially in this moment. I mean, it was like a while ago that I discovered that block, but everything shows up when it should. And so I actually wanted to read not the moment of the eating and drinking, but basically it's about this prophet who says, Chosen in the Beloved, Al-Mufasta, who was a John unto his own day and waited twelve years in the city of Orphales for his ship that was to return and bear him back to the isle of his birth. Now what stood out to me about this is that I've been working with this idea or message from God that I'm going to be getting on a boat, that I'm building a boat. My mission is the conscious mission of sunshine, which is the mission that goes around the world and helps bring joy to the world and God to the world. I knew that that was the foundation, but I didn't really know Jesus in the beginning. So I know that that is the foundation now, Christ. And it came through a series of communication with other people. I was really open to listening to messages from God through other people, and I kept getting a lot about Jesus and the Bible and New Age deception and spirituality and all these things. And so then I went through a level of clearing fear from what's right, what's wrong, what have I learned that was the devil, what was I doing that was not of God, Um, what was fearful of everything that I was doing, and I realized I was creating my own level of fear, and I was like, this isn't right. So this is, later in Living Library, we'll discuss um, difference in spirituality, religion, Christianity, coming to Christ, knowing the difference, feeling the difference, experiencing the light and the love within you from a new level, in the higher dimensional plane as we move in through this new age of Aquarius. So I know I like to to rant and rumble, so I hope that you're with me. But I'm sitting in the backyard now where God told me to do my last segment for the day because this is where it all began. And so before I leave this place, I don't want to leave with this opportunity to reconnect with that moment reconnect with it now and so I came out to the yard now because I remembered because the book reminded me because I wanted to come out here and read an excerpt from the book in this place because that's what I saw as the vision of God's mind for me when I began and so I sat down and I realized that I still had some things in the grass that were mine. It's not a coincidence that my inner child creator seed 
deliverer of the message happens to call me while I'm doing this recording because <laughs> my throat chakra is active we can feel the vibration moving so I found my own bell I found my spiral wand made of wood it's a beautiful tree um, the shell that I got when I was in St. Pete Beach just last week during the summer solstice on the walk the night of the treasure the hidden treasure that will come out in another story this is like an iridescent shell it's beautiful it's the color of uni and then the elephant which is literally the exact same color scheme that fell off of a bracelet that my grandma sent me a heart from George, the person who I discovered Conscious Mission of Sunshine with. It's made of shungite. I use it for grounding, protection. And then my whistle. All aboard. Of course, all of these things are out here still. And then at the head altar, it's my rose, the dried rose. The dried rose from my mom's house from the 220 activation, inner child healing, when I began healing the wounds from within. It was from my funeral that I did when I got back to Virginia, this trip around in May. And a new stem of white flowers from when I arrived yesterday, which is when I reachieved my higher status, my higher frequency, like my higher self came back into my body. So I am from heaven. They lay together dead white rose, fresh white flower. By a little tree. I want to say it's an olive tree, and if it is, that's blessed. Next to a bonsai. That is my evolution. I suppose it was around April 28th or so when I started to die. So this makes three full months, April, May, June, of that transformation. And so I sit here after going through everything that I had in the past few weeks, rediscovering my mission, being granted the access by Jesus, after unlocking codes from Atlantis, healing fear and trauma within my inner child that makes me say, your voice isn't good enough, your voice is not heard, your voice doesn't matter. And nobody wants to support you. Nobody wants to love you. Healing through layers of 
realizing that I had a fear that was deeply rooted from my ancestral patterns of not having a child, like an unborn child into an abandoned child. And today, finally, I realized with the scar in my stomach, past life trauma of being stabbed and robbed of child. So I have a fear of losing my child, which is why many times I never wanted to release the kingdom and show the vision of it. Because I didn't want someone else to take it away from me and kill it and make it die and protecting it. And so through a series of healing and clearing now, I laid and I allowed my inner child reflection through the divine love that brought me my heart through vibration, through the cosmos, which then opened up a higher vibration, opened up the keys to the deeper kingdom and led me to Jesus. Where I was led to the church by Francis, St. Francis of Assisi, and granted my white robes to be a high priestess. See, the inner child wouldn't have become a high priestess because she still was busy being a child. And when I first came back, I had to go through realizing I am a child. I want to be a child. I'm just a child. And I just want to be loved by my parents and known and seen and express and create and be free from responsibilities, from worries. Because I didn't get that chance when I was a child. I feel that I raised myself. But when we release the victim and blame, we see that the self asks for this in life. We say, okay, I chose that. And so I suppose I sit between this book, The Prophet, with the message of Departure. My gatherings, my belongings, my soul, my higher self. I close my eyes and find. I close my eyes and recall all of the moments up until now. All was happening so that I could, that way I could discover myself, know myself, show myself, and believe that I am worthy under the Lord. He helps me do the things I don't want to do. And when I sacrifice and fast from things that I truly love and enjoy on the outside world, I am delivered with greater blessings. In this case, my voice. I want to read an excerpt about love from this book.
When love beckons to you, follow him. Though his ways are hard and steep. And when his wings enfold you, yield to him. Though the sword hidden among his pinions may wound you. And when he speaks to you, believe in him. Though this voice, his voice, may shatter your dreams as the north wind lays waste the garden. For even as love crowns you, so shall he crucify you. I can feel Jesus' hand in my back heart. Even as he is for your growth, so is he for your pruning. Even as he ascends to your height and caresses your tenderest branches that quiver in the sun, so shall he descend to your roots and shake them in their clinging to the earth. Like sheaves of corn, he gathers you unto himself. He threshes you to make you naked. He sifts you free from your husks. He grinds you to whiteness. He kneads you until you are pliant. And then he assigns you to his sacred fire that you may become sacred bread for God's sacred feast. All these things shall love do unto you that you may know the secrets of your heart and in that knowledge become a fragment of life's heart. But if in your fear you would seek only loves peace and loves pleasure, then it is better for you that you cover your nakedness and pass out of love's threshing floor into the seasonless world down here on earth where you shall laugh, but not all of your laughter and weep, but not all of your tears. Love gives not but itself and takes not from but itself. Love possesses, not nor would it be possessed, for love is sufficient unto love. When you say, when you love, you should not say, God's in my heart, but rather I am in God's heart, in the heart of God. I'm being asked to lie down and close my eyes. Truthfully, I haven't relaxed all day because I've been healing. My stomach and my organs hurt. I can ask for the breath of life to heal me.
as I've purged out layers of fear, allowing them to channel through my vessel, coming from the root of my soul, and getting to this inner child that only wanted to speak. a dream last night that I ended up in a house and there was a back room that I opened the door and there was a girl who her bedroom was filled with many pets in cages and in tanks and in rooms many animals it was like her personal business she sold these animals And I didn't like that they were in cages. But there was all of a sudden a goat, a baby goat, who was trapped in this really narrow cage because it was getting ready to have new babies. And as I looked at it, the babies started to come out of the sack came out of the mother and somebody I went to go get it and somebody else was there to slice it open I remembered this on a journey on the floor earlier today I cried when I remembered that I feel that it is my purpose to welcome the babies into the world to be a divine mother that I am to welcome with the grace of the Lord and the grace of God the protection of the blood of Jesus new Christ the Christ in the new earth for there is only one protecting those who are coming through the portal of the universe as they are divine children even if they don't come through the divine mother we can bless the child and begin its salvation from birth as opposed to 27 years later and having to rediscover and redefine your entire life based on the fact that you did not know your truth and so I cried in honor and gratefulness. Thank you, God, for blessing me with this amazing gift to be able to bless new babies of the world under your name. And I suppose this was because now I am a mother. I healed my inner child I died. I gave birth to my inner child. I became the inner child. I healed that inner child on the outside, being myself. And I have descended from heaven. And now I am a mother under God. A divine mother. I feel honored.
And I just realized this in this moment. I feel excited to share these stories with you. And I hope that they help bless you. And I hope that they help you explore your inner child. And if you have children, I pray that you listen to them and allow them to fully express and know who they truly are. Do extra work to listen to yourself and heal yourself as well as you also are a child. Until we come to the kingdom of home with our Lord above, for that day we return to bring in more children of the world of the light. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Bless, bless, bless.